gone are my blues and gone are my tears. I've got good news to shout in your ears. The long lost dollar has come back to the fold. With silver you can turn your dreams to gold. Oh, we're in the money. Hello, one. Hello, all. Welcome to the April 5th through 7th edition of Show Business IMCP. I am Dino Shazam! Oh, who are you? I was just like, are you going to continue? No, no, yeah. Hi, hi. I'm Dino Shazam! That's cemetery. Uh, I'm Shazam. Lindsay Aquaman! <laughs> good for you. How's everyone doing tonight? Oh, we're, good. We're okay. How are you? Yeah. Good, man. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm really good. I saw some cool movies this weekend and one really boring Did one. Did you? I saw one great, and cool one and one really boring one. All right, so, so real quick. Uh, the the layout goes as follows: uh, Shazam took in fifty three million in first, Pet Cemetery in second with twenty five million, Dumbo in third with eighteen million, Us in fourth with fourteen, and Captain Marvel finally crossing a billion. Yay, with, Brie! With twelve million dollars. <laughs> um, I'm so happy for Brie Larson. That's all. Well, we'll 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 get to we'll get to her in, in a minute. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, unavoidable <laughs> that one in the news. So, Woo. Lindsay, you, what, so you saw Shazam, you saw Pet Cemetery. I did. Which one's boring? Which one? I'm, I'm going to guess and say that Pet Cemetery is boring. I was the, I, yeah. Okay. I just, I, I just kind of watched this whole movie, just kind of waiting for it to movie. It's, <laughs> it's, it's not an uncommon, uh, feeling out there for this movie. So, yeah. Well, that third act certainly mm-hmm movies its ass off if anything. Oh, yeah, fi- finally it starts moving a bit you know when the movie's wrapping up um <laughs> like, like okay, I, we got a movie we, we got we, we got 10 minutes to movie yeah like, it's almost over let's write something thing that happens in the movie happens in the last three minutes like that should have been in the first three minutes and i want to see that movie would it be interesting really would you have called it interesting oh, <laughs> wait, interesting. better question better better question have you okay. seen the original i have not oh uh, that's oh. right yeah, I, uh, I lazily watched the Cinema Sins episode on it, so I know some of the stuff that happens. I know the judge from uh, uh, My Cousin Vinny is in it, and yeah, that alone makes me want to see it. Herman Herman Munster? Do you know oh. he just called Herman Munster the judge from My I know. Cousin? <laughs> I, I couldn't think of the Munster thing in a second. Kids. Jeez. <laughs> hey, can I get respect for knowing my cousin Vinny, okay? Like, oh, on. I know. Mad props for that. Yeah. yeah I love uh, that movie so much. All right, so, so you, have, you have no prior knowledge of Pet Cemetery. You, you, you don't know of the spoiler in the trailer. Uh, you don't know of the subversion in the film itself. Yet you still right. think it's boring. And that, I think, is, is quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it felt done. It felt played. It felt like I'd seen it before, even though I hadn't seen it before. It just felt like another monkey paw. It just felt like another, uh, just, hey, there's this thing, but you do the thing, bad things. Oh, you did the thing. Now the bad things happened. Oh, you should have done the thing movie. And I'm just like, okay. It's like, like, and it moves fast. Once, once, yeah. once it gets going. Uh, like, I, I, in the YouTube chat says, you haven't seen 89 Pet Cemetery. Boo that man. 
Who? <laughs> Who this man? Ooh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What's wrong with you, man? Well, I, I also I, like that Tasha Yar from Star Trek is in it. Like for him and Munster Guy, I should see that movie. <laughs> like, yes. Oh, Tasha Yar. All right, another deep cut. Come on, guys. Mm. I didn't see the movie, but give me some props here. Like, <laughs> good for you. She dies in episode 24 of season one of Star Trek, but she's a memorable uh, spoiler. character. Spoiler. Boom. Yeah, for a 25-year-old show. <laughs> well, no, because so get back to Pet Cemetery. Uh, I think I think it's quite fascinating that mm-hmm. so you're just unimpressed with the movie, uh, and Monkey's Paw. It, it it's it is it is absolutely mm-hmm. uh, a, a different take on that, or, or you know another take on on the whole. Uh, you wished for a thing and you got it. Look now you have to deal with your your thing. Yeah, it, it just it just <laughs> nothing about it grabbed me. Like I thought the acting was good. I, I'm a fan of Jason Clark. Like I, I'm always hoping one of his movies is gonna explode. Like it's a crime that like you know the the Apes movie he was in didn't do better. Uh, I thought he was good as John Connor, even though the Terminator movie he was in was terrible. We'll be talking about that Terminator here shortly. Wasn't he in Zero <laughs> Dark Thirty too? Oh, I, I never saw Zero Dark Thirty actually, so I, I can't comment on that. But okay. uh, I, I like him a lot as an actor. So, so I thought he was good. And what's his name from Third Rock from the Sun? Oh, also John from Lef- Planet of the Apes, actually. So that's Ooh. two uh, of the reboot Planet oh, of the Jason Apes. Moore? Right. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Both. Yeah. yeah that's interesting. Yeah. Um, so the, the what girl if- was good. I thought the child acting was good. That's something. Yes. <laughs> yes, I, I agree. So w- without without any knowledge of the original. Right, so so before we I go into the original the comparison, mm-hmm. what did you think of Judd, uh, J- John Lithgow's character? I, I thought he was like, he effectively played that like kind of old sad guy that you're kind of like he I, he it, it felt like the Stephen King version of the neighbor from uh, uh, Home Alone. You know he's kind of <laughs> creepy, but like when you get to know him, he's actually kind of a nice guy. Like I I dug that character. It worked sort of. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, would, maybe, maybe it's a stretch to compare the two, but yeah. as as far as comparing the actors, what, like what, what would he would he would he win a medal in the Olympics as <laughs> as far as quality is concerned? I don't know about that. I think uh, what you're yeah. getting, CP, it's, it's it's hard to yeah. The comparison is what you're going to so, bring up in a so second. So do you yeah. know what, what I would say about the mm. original is mm. uh, the acting is melodramatic. It's all over the place. It's it, it's a it's a fun movie. I could have nostalgia goggles. Whatever, I have a good time with that movie. Very dreary. It it, it covers mm-hmm. the 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 dreadfulness of of dealing with loss. It 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 does it well. Granted, the acting's a little overt and and silly, but if I could say that there's an anchor of that movie that keeps it focused and and serious, it's Fred Gwynn, mm-hmm. and and he is. The, the 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 glue the the spine the backbone of the of that original the movie. movie yeah and I, I would say the polar opposite for this the the 2019 version mm-hmm. uh I I li- like I remember seeing oh John Lithgow is playing Judd that's you know that's interesting they they got a quality actor to play a role that you know it 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 got some big shoes to fill and mm-hmm. and uh, I don't think he filled them. It literally could have been anybody, if you ask me. It's not like, it's not like I watched it and said, "Oh, that, that's that's definitely John Lithgow's bringing bringing something yeah. to the table." I mean, I, I can see that. I mean, with um, well, first of all, I've had a week from hell, so I was not able to see Pet Cemetery or Shazam. So, oh shit, um, you know, 
What do you mean, oh, no shit? On, on, not... No, no, no. I said, oh shit. Like, you okay? Uh, like, yeah, no, I, I'm okay, but, you know, stuff happens. So, uh, this week, you know, I, I kind of have no. I mean, I've heard plenty on both of the movies. Uh, mm hmm. You know, and everybody, a good majority has the same feeling on the Pet Cemetery movie, I think, overall in the horror community, uh, that it was eh, not too great, and the very ending kind of, you know, not too good. But I, I like your uh, comparison there with the two, with John Lithgow and uh, Fred Gwynn is just so iconic. I mean, from yeah. the voice <laughs> to the yeah. face, you know, and then well, the way he acted in, you know, the the film itself. I mean, it's it's like you can't replace that, which which they didn't try to do, which is why they kept him, you know, with not that deep, deep Bostonian voice. Is, is that what it is? Or, Bain, or it's Maine, a Maine accent. Yeah. New England, Maine. Yeah. yeah. So um, they again, they tried to say, hey, we're, let's not make that character just like Fred Gwynn's character back in the day. But yeah. still didn't the, seem to work. The, the the cadence of his of his delivery too, like there's this this cryptic sing songy way he would like he would he would deliver his lines and it like w when he spoke y you paid attention no matter what no matter how important the line mm -hmm. Fred Gwynn commanded the the you know the the scene and I I I'm telling you it's the polar opposite John Lithgow mm. is is merely another person on screen in this movie and i don't know maybe maybe fred gwynn is just hard to to match but it's just strange they, they still that... did a crappy job is what you're saying well no, no. so <laughs> uh, what i would say is is jason clark does a good job mm -hmm. uh there's there's no melodrama in this it, it's kind of it's kind of straightforward there's no you know screaming it, it's a very subdued role that that he's playing you know dealing with loss it, it, not not really hitting hard with chewing the scenery up and and it's it it's kind of strange the the movie as a whole is kind of subdued but okay. the original uh it was it was fred gwynn who kind of you know uh teetered no not teetered he he, he neutralized he, he was a good counterbalance for the bizarre acting yeah by, i think i think by when dale I'm... midkiff specifically yeah i think what i'm getting is they missed on the mood and the emotion and the writing was a bit all over the place eh? oh is the writing right? is definitely all over the place like there's so much foreshadowing for the truck it's like <laughs> dude let's movie. make a big deal out of this yeah. calm down <laughs> yeah I mean, like imagine if the birds had like three scenes talking about like random incidents of bird attacks like right before the birds start attacking it's just like okay we get it birds are gonna start attacking like well uh, the other Both thing birds is are going to kill someone. But, yeah. They had so many missed opportunities in this movie too, Lindsay. Like where they, um, so uh, White Tim in the YouTube chat, big Stephen King guy, uh, mm -hmm. and knows more about the books than than uh, arguably Fuego from the Horror Show probably could could go pound for pound with him. Mm -hmm. um, the the thing about the book that I always hear from people that love the Pet Cemetery book is the Windigo. Are a way bigger deal in the book, and in the I wanted them to go into that more in the movie. That's interesting. Exactly yeah. my point. They mm -hmm. bring it up and nothing. Like it, it's it's merely a shot of a tree, a page in a book. That's it. The kids, the well, kids with the masks. Mm -hmm. Who yeah. cares? 
It just, I did want. I, I was happy the drum music was in there. That actually got me really happy. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. then the fact that it never came back, I was like, well, oh, come on. Like, there's like four or five things where it's just like, well, well why even do it? The like, Wendigo is a big deal in mythical folklore. So oh, yeah. the fact that they didn't make a bigger deal out of that in the movie, probably, even though I haven't seen it, uh, is kind of a big deal. They, they should have, probably. So. Well, I was just fascinated by that whole place. Like, the first time she goes to the cemetery and she's, like, climbing this thing, I'm like, wait, what is this? And then they're going back there and they're talking about the barrier can't be broken. I'm like, oh, did she break the barrier, like, when she tried to climb it? Is that why this stuff's going to happen? But then, no, they just climb it and now they're off in this other world. I'm like, wait, what, so what's this other world? What's this, like, weird? Like, I yeah. wanted more of that. And I, I guess it's, like, I don't know. Maybe that's just more of a staple because I haven't read much King, actually. I don't even think I've read any. Uh, I could be wrong about that. But uh, in King adaptations, I feel like they're always like, hey, look at this thing. Isn't this cool? We're not going to do anything with it. But wasn't that cool for two seconds? Oh, no. We're not touching that again. But wasn't that cool? Thinking the same as me, man. Make the whole movie just on that. Like, right? what's going on there? Why is this happening? Uh, switch well, it up. But oh. Well, so as somebody without history to the fran franchise, I can't believe they call it a franchise. Oh, yeah. There's um, three of them. We're getting yeah. that Stephen King connected universe. Like, they made the, 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 yeah, the Derry, odd there was Derry. A, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's, we're getting that that S K E U. It's coming, guys. <laughs> well, the dude, man, he's got a lot so, of books and movies. But go ahead. So, uh, how, you how did you interpret, or I mean, you kind of you kind of touched on it. How did you take their explanation or getting to the the other cemetery? There's the pet cemetery where they they bury the pets, and then there's the mm -hmm. the uh, don't go further. Uh, how, how did you feel? I, I like the line of like, so how far does our property go? Further mm -hmm. than you'd care to go. I'm like, Ooh, <laughs> oh, there's something cool over there. Okay, so yeah. when are we getting there? If that's my property, uh, I'm going there. But anyway, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, someone tells me about my backyard. I'm like, oh, I'm I'm going all the way back there. That's my <laughs> hell home. yeah, um, man. I, I like that it wasn't like overly explained. Like even really? though I wanted to spend more time there, I. Mm. Uh, I, I, you know, like the, it, it kind of built up the mystery of it. it like, you know, I, I would have liked if like um, there were more visual like hints at the origin of it or whatever, as opposed to like a big dump. I just wanted to spend more time there is my thing because yeah. the house was so boring. Yeah. <laughs> it was such a yeah. boring house. Picnics yeah. and all that, you know, I could see that. And the fact that the opening scene. There. And the fact that the opening scene is that house on fire, I'm like, oh, so there's literally no, I should not get attached to this house. Oh, uh, right. Yeah. Do you know, they, uh, they open with the ending. Uh, really? Judge House, the opening shot is Judge House on fire and an uh. uh, open car door. It, it, it's a really strange choice, in my opinion. Hmm. Yeah. The opening shot is, is what essentially is the last shot. It, it's kind of an interesting choice. It's but, very, uh, good one, they, bad one, that... Well, it built up like, oh, so some shit's going to happen. But then I'm like, wait, I'm watching a horror movie. We, we know Obviously, that already. Obviously, some shit's going to happen. <laughs> so as, as somebody... You know what it reminded me of? Sorry, sorry. Um, uh, uh, don't Breathe. The way that movie opens with, like, the guy dragging the woman through the street, and then that's the shot later. And, like, why show me this? Hmm. Yeah. It's What was the point? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I feel like this movie, uh, and it, I'm really curious to see how you'd feel about the original now, seeing the remake first. This is a fun experiment if and when you have the time to do it because <laughs> I felt like stuff like that, like it was just like, yeah, of course we're going to the other pet cemetery because, you know, movie. Remember the other one? Like like the original movie did all the all the work and the mystique and, and mm -hmm. all the all the setting it up for me. And then 
the more I thought about it, the more I was like, no, that, this was kind of Cliff's Notes for. Is that a poster for it? But in the background. Yes. Yes. Way? So. I'm like, wait, right, that's the cat's ear. <laughs> yeah, right, right here, um, we we were at an overbooked screening. We oh. didn't get to see it on Wednesday, but we got a poster. So that's worth a train ride to New York City, huh? A little, mm -hmm. a little placemat sized poster little framed pussy that's nice hey. oh so for those of you listening promotional poster from the pet cemetery <laughs> mirror is, is is at my lap also for those that are listening i am naked uh, <laughs> right yes this is a and nudist it's a live nude broadcast show business in the nude nude business <laughs> <laughs> thank god so, the air is on oh go ahead so score <laughs> Uh, out of five, Lindsay, score Pet oh, Cemetery. God. Yeah, with, come on, letterbox no... it, man. One and a half. Wow, oh, really? Holy I, shit. I was just kind of sitting there just being like, movie either do something or end, yo. Good for you, <laughs> and Lindsay. That, <laughs> and and that's the funny thing. So the, the, <laughs> they, they, they subvert something that happens in, in both the book and the, the original movie that, again, another missed opportunity. When... Um, somebody dies mm -hmm. they there's this moment of oh are they going to try to pass this person off as you know just slightly different person like there is this opportunity where like all right let, let's bring the child to school and just pass them off as you know it, everything's fine it was just a really bad accident and no you know, oh so so dina what i'm saying is that'd be interesting Ooh. It they kind of teased it, like like they were gonna try it, like because yeah. Jason Clark's character tries to you know, okay, sort of kind of go that way. Yeah, and then they yeah. they just wow. bail on it, and it's just like ah, yeah. oh, this this would have made this movie uh... totally different. And then they just speed through like I, like I said, it's like it's Cliff's notes for the and whole third act. It's just like whoa, what what was you guys the mom's sister in the original movie? <laughs> yes. Yes. And Did it go somewhere in the original movie? A Zelda, the... Because uh. <laughs> in this movie, I'm like, okay, so Jason Clark's haunted by the kid. He, uh, I guess, pseudo-spoilers. He, he's haunted by a kid he tries to save in the ER, but can't. And the kid's like, oh, you tried to help me. I'll try and help you. I thought that was cool. That was a fun mm -hmm. idea. I like that. Are you talking about uh, Black's cow? Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a race reversal because Pascal was white in the, in the original movie. Not that oh, it matters. I just wanted to call it black scum. Sorry. No, I, I would I would have done the same thing if I was aware of it. So, <laughs> uh, so, so I thought the sister was going to be like the same thing for the mom in a way, but then they don't really do anything with it. She's just having these flashbacks to this horribly crippled sister, and I get it. The movie's about death and dealing with death and moving on and stuff, and that ties into that theme. But you're not really doing anything with that theme. You're just like just playing with it like the godzilla 2014 movie just plays with dealing with parental issues without actually doing anything with parental issues it's like right you, i say abortion right now that doesn't make this podcast or internet show about abortion you're just doing it excellent yeah. point so so Lindsay, yeah. th those exact two characters mm -hmm. uh zelda and pascal the, their their screen time flipped them that's oh. what the original pascal is a much bigger part of the original film not the book hmm. but zelda is is more of an underlying theme, and and not that big a deal. Uh, they certainly don't. Uh, that 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 death scene is mm. a little mm. over the top and silly. And I thought mm. she couldn't get out of bed. How'd she get out of bed? <laughs> I scared my sister for years with waking up in bed like that and looking at her real quick. 
Yeah. <laughs> Rachel. Oh my God. For years she would be. Anyways, on with this. Uh, so so Lindsay gave it a one and a half. I I gave it a two. Maybe and a half. two. Maybe a two, depending on the, you know one and a half. Uh, oh, Lindsay, right. I, I I almost get nostalgic say, now, right? I almost want to send you. <laughs> I, I don't know if I have a digital copy from my 4K, but I really want to see what you think of the original. Oh, I, yeah. uh, again, knowing that that you watched the remake first, I'm infinitely curious to see what you think. <laughs> Uh, watching it backwards. Um, yeah, yeah. I'll try and do it that If you can't help me, I'll try and find another way to do it this week, one way or the other. Heck yeah, yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. My uncle could hook you up at the very least. I'm pretty mm. sure of that. All right, so, I love so Uncle will... Tom in this cabin. You know, it's Uncle, uncle Don. Uncle Don. The Don. I'll get you the tape. <laughs> what is that, you know? What... For your what, VCR. What the VCR. It's like two different accents trying to uh, Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> that that uh. sounded like a Russian dude trying to do an indistinct accent from somewhere in america yeah i'll work on it bonjour i need golf <laughs> like i said he's third boy third i don't know if i'm italian or what huh? uh so sean in the chat gives it a four out of five same as shazam all right we've got a nice little segue there sean you, you get the, you get the segue award so shazam uh i'll start and mm -hmm. say I have superhero fatigue. I, I think I say that every single time. <laughs> but I enjoyed this movie as a change of pace, a breath of fresh air, um, a nice, you know, a like the, the 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 plot is a kid gets gets superpowers. Like it's it's kind of like big meets uh, insert. Uh, I guess Spider Man, big meat Spider Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that, that, that's that's actually. Isn't there a big joke in there too somewhere? Do, uh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. There, there's really? a reference to big with the with the piano. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot that. Wait, that was a good shot. Yeah. So yeah. like the, the same way I appreciate Deadpool for taking things in a different route and, mm -hmm. and covering a, a tired genre uh, with an interesting perspective. That, that's how I feel about Shazam. It, it's 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 nice to see people impressed that they have powers and and wow. wow. Like it was so refreshing. Like, oh my, wow! I could do this. Like, thank you. See, not, not. Uh, uh, the not, I can fly scene was so to, good. Not to hate on Captain Marvel, but she just <laughs> has the power. Like, right, right. of course I have the power. Like, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I what's think, wrong with you? That's that's my thing. I'm gonna get up. Cool. <laughs> um, well, what's but, your feelings? On, a lot of people are saying this is like one of the best comic book movies in years. I mean, are, did you get that feeling? to spider-man 2 for me okay yeah it, it, i loved how much it felt like uh like it could have been released around the same time as the sam raimi spider-mans i would have just like fit right in with like yeah. that, that era yeah. uh and, and i don't know about like the best in years but it's one of the better ones one of the more fun like i i i had a huge smile on my face this entire movie like that's worth a lot I'll tell you what dc yeah. might have snapped out of this dreary grayness yeah. that they've been yeah for years at the at the very least, congratulations, DC. You can make movies that aren't so damn cryptic and dark. And that, and I love how it's the second one of the DC movies to be directed by a horror guy. Right. And yeah. And it's also a, like just like Aquaman, it's a really strong comedy. Yes. Well, horror and comedy. Like Aquaman. They, they 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 do they do go to together. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> uh, and, okay. And am I crazy or yes. was yes. Billy? Sure. Well, yeah, okay. So we all know I'm crazy, but am I crazier than I think I am? Was Billy Batson's adoptive father Victor like Peter's spirit animal? Yes. Like, am I wrong about yes. that? Oh my God! <laughs> Brian Lomax said that. Emily said it in the theater. She goes, "Man, that's wow. Peter." I said. 
Holy crap! I can't, yes, yes. <laughs> we got like, image of him because it is Peter. Like it is, wow. it is slightly Hawaiian. I want to say still, yeah, yeah. Instead of Canadian, he's Hawaiian. Yeah, same as <laughs> Peter. That's it's it's absolutely him. Yes, one thousand. And I, it's funny I, because everyone else I speak to, like I forget about it, but then somebody else brings it up, and yes, yes, Peter's in the movie. Well, it's such, it's such a very niche thing. Like, oh, it's Peter. Like, how many people are actually gonna make that connection? <laughs> but like, who knows? Maybe Peter knows David F. Sandberg from Another Life or something like that. So they rewrote the character to, to be Peter Percival. He did. He, he did not mention his his kids, so I knew it wasn't him. So I was like, oh okay. my. <laughs> Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, but, you know, I really like that little family dynamic thing that they had going on. It was really cute and endearing. And it, like, and I liked how, like, it would go from that to, like, actually pretty horrific imagery. Mm -hmm. So it felt like a, like a 90s kids movie in a way, like the kind of movie you don't yes. really get for. Yes. And, like, like, they're drinking beer. like Respecting yeah. kids that, because kids just want to be grown-ups. And, yeah. mm -hmm. like, that's what, that's the best movies from the 80s. Best, the best kids movies from the 80s. Treat them like, you know, young adults. Granted, oh, they don't know what they're Goonies. doing. Goonies, uh, yeah. Monster Squad, Monster uh, like uh, Stand By Me. <laughs> yeah, like they're, they're a breakfast club. There's, oh. they're, they're, I mean, that's a little bit older, but Still. there's there's a, spur, a certain bit of respect paid to, to being that age. And, it, you know, it's not condescending. It, it, it is. It's a refreshing change of I mean, like you know maybe it's a spoiler to talk about like in the third act uh should, should we talk or should we avoid it go ahead uh well i mean i just just like when uh so spoilers if you haven't seen the movie mm -hmm. I, I love how just like he makes all his friends shazams as well oh like, yes yes right, like what right, kid right. doesn't want to like become a superhero then make all his friends <laughs> superheroes and just be superheroes together that's just amazing mm -hmm. also the that's um cool. The Asian kid who liked video games, the adult version of him, is my buddy Ross. Oh, wow, that's neat. Really? Yeah, I was like, watch this, and be like, that is not Ross. But then, like, he had a line, I'm like, I think that was Ross. And then, <laughs> in the credits, it was definitely him. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, Mark Strong, I, I only want him playing bad guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I liked him in Kingsman, but, like, yeah, he's very, like, but Sherlock yeah, Holmes, he's really oh, badass. Oh, yeah. He's really good in that one, yeah. No, I mean, yeah, oh, he's yeah. just he's just born to play. I mean, uh, what's the other um, uh, the other superhero movie he did where he's the bad guy? Uh, Kick Ass. Oh yeah. yeah oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, he's the gangster. He's so good in that. Mm, yeah, I like me some Mark Strong. He's, he's another similar he's, movie. I mean, no. Kick Ass is yeah. R-rated with the volume turned up a bit. It, it is it is similar. Yes. Okay. I would like an R-rated Shazam. That'd be interesting. Mm. It's, it's called Kick Ass. It, it kind of yeah. kind of is. You know, without the lightning. Oh, and John, John Glover from Smallville for like two scenes. Or Danny Glover. No, Danny Glover is a black guy. Uh, yeah, too old for this shit. Yes, oh, yes, yeah. he is. <laughs> uh, but that was fun, too. So it was like just weird little callbacks to previous DC and like Annabelle's in one scene because David S. Sandberg oh. did Annabelle creation. Right, so right. Why not? I love how we've got two different Conjuring Direct Universe people in the DCEU now. That's that's funny to me. It's, it's all Warner. Hey, so let, it's, let, it's, let's stop with all these little Easter eggs, though. Come on. Uh, you know, no, the cinematic universe, it's, it's going to... I know. Everything's got to be connected because you can't make a movie that's isolated and just be one story anymore. Right. I, I, I thought the Annabelle was actually pretty subtle. Did, did you notice it, CP? I didn't see it. I don't oh, know. Yeah. oh well, no, so that's very subtle. subtle. <laughs> yeah, it, it was just on the shelf at a pawn shop, like really early in the movie. It was just just there, like it didn't okay. focus on it. It was just 
No, that's, part of the that's frame. cool. That sounds cool. Yeah. You mean it? It didn't get the blue milk shot from Rogue One. <laughs> it did not get the blue milk shot. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Look, guys, blue milk. Remember blue milk? It's a full of vitamins. Really hops on screen. Member, I member. I wanna, I wanna reference Red Letter Media so bad right now. <laughs> Do Red it. Jaws. Remember Scarface? Remember, Remember ATSCs? Ats, ats. We're here because of Red Letter Media. Oh, That's absolutely. Oh, yeah. I, I pray to the throne of Red Letter Media. Remandis, <laughs> uh, Wasp was disappointing. Good, but not as good as the first Ant-Man. Oh, they're talking about Ant-Man and uh, Wasp in the yeah. chat. CP saying good things about a comic book movie. That's a first. Um, it's not a first if it's a change of pace. Uh, I love Deadpool. Deadpool 2. I, I, I think it was my top 20 of, of 2018. And here, get your recorders ready. I am extremely fired up for Endgame. Ooh. All three hours and two minutes of it. Two minutes? Ah, oh, fuck it. No, I'm done. I'm sorry, I'm out. That's oh, your second F-bomb. Yeah. That was my first one. No, it, was, it wasn't. What was the first one? I don't remember. And exactly, you know, it was last week. And, and news did just break. I mean, if, if you guys haven't heard already, Shazam 2 is already in development with the original writer. So there you go. Right. Well, I mean, I mean we, we knew that. Rock, Black Adam. Like, you know, they gotta go there. Like, yeah. So, so um, while we're on Avengers real quick, they they set the pre-sale up and it, it broke. <laughs> it, it, it broke AMC. I think it broke Fandango. Mm-hmm. Um and and early early projections are three hundred million opening weekend. Wow. Thoughts, gentlemen. Uh, only three hundred million? Really? Well so what's has the there been a bigger what, opening? Uh I, I mean twenty is is the, okay. the record right now. Wait, wait, I thought Jurassic World had the record. No, uh, it's, it's Star Wars or Star Wars. I think it's Phantom, uh, not Phantom Menace. It's, I think it's, uh, Force Awakens is, is. Oh, uh, worldwide it was the 500 million. That's right. It was 200 million, uh, for the domestic. So yeah, I guess 300 million would be a. 200 for what? Force Awakens or Last oh, Jedi? Oh, no, uh, uh, Jurassic World, 208 million domestic opening, but it's like, mm-hmm. but it made 500, like, worldwide right. opening. And, and what's Force Awakens? Don't give me a second. I don't have to explain myself. We're so Tim in the chat says it's going a billion first weekend. Uh, that, that it's possible, depending on how many screens it's on in the world. That's uh, a tough one. But anyway, yeah. two hundred and forty-seven for Force Awakens. Two forty-seven. So I think that that is the record. Yeah, two twenty for Last Jedi. So probably. So I mean, seven. It's it's yeah. not that far out there. What about this movie in particular? I, I know it's ending kind of the whole thing here, but what, you know, what's got it so up there? And do you know, are you are you unfamiliar with with Infinity War? <laughs> oh, no, I've seen it. So it's it's a cliffhanger ending with with, with well, right yeah. with half half the people are dead, like literally uh, half Infinity people. War. Right, Infinity right, War right. two fifty eight is the the That's highest. The yeah. Oh, so okay. yeah, three hundred is is very possible. No, no, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, and Jurassic World came in fourth. I wasn't that far off. Mm. Well, it, it was first when, yeah. once upon a time okay. for six months. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get it. I get it. Um, the whole cliffhanger thing. Uh, the trailers just haven't done anything for me, really. But I I, mm. I like that. I like yeah. that they're being kind of vague yeah. about it. Me too. Yeah, yeah, that could be a good thing. Yeah. Remember that? I agree. Remember in trailers? You're like. <laughs> 
Oh, I wonder what that's going to be like. <laughs> right, that, right. Oh, that, that's something from the end. That's mm. something I, I really wish I hadn't seen. Mm. Especially like the, the the control that they're demonstrating, because everyone in the world is going to see this movie. Mm-hmm. They, each trailer could literally be Robert Downey Jr. just brushing his teeth and then spitting and saying, "Go see <laughs> Avengers Endgame," and the movie would still make three hundred million dollars mm-hmm. opening weekend. Yep. So I like that they're showing control. I like that they're being constraints. Uh, I like that they're just showing the de- Avengers being depressed and they have to do something. So that's that's all you need. Which, by the way, there's there's I don't know I don't know if it's trailer two, trailer one, um, mm-hmm. beat for beat the same. As trailer two from Force Awakens, right down to the the the, the high pitched piano click. It's it's the Force Awakens trailer where where the opening line from Maz is "Who are you?" and she says "I'm nobody." Like it's it uh, it's it's beat for beat, very similar. The Force Awakens second trailer and Avengers Endgame. The very they're uh, copycats. Dis- CP. It's Disney. It's Disney. Oh yeah, it's all Disney. Yeah. And yeah. and well, what most people don't know is. A lot of these trailer houses, like sure, Marvel and Lucasfilm are different, and and whatever. A lot of these trailer houses get work from from different studios, but they'll just copy and paste a, a certain thing. Oh, guys, in the in the chat, by the way, we have the star of Shazam himself, uh, <laughs> uh, a bearded movie guy over here. What's up, Peter? How you doing, man? <laughs> I like that you went into Force Awakens because I was actually going to say that like the thing I liked most about the Force Awakens marketing campaign was that the trailer the t- trailer two started with who are you I'm no one and then ended with not some big money shot not some big explosion not like lightsabers colliding not like some villain reveal not some hero we haven't seen in 30 years but it was just simply the force is calling to you just let it in yeah and like it's just that whisper over blackness and then the title it's like i'm excited that those two things got me more excited than anything else with the force awakens so it's, that's it's, that's that's partially jj abrams too that that whole probably. mystery box mentality that he has oh yeah. totally um so <laughs> i it i, I don't know if i loved last jedi for those people who didn't like last jedi i i would say have faith jj at the very least he'll make it intrigued at the very least um but we're talking about Avengers. We're not. We're eight months away from. <laughs> uh, did you guys see the extended trailer or TV clip that got imagined released today or yesterday or something like that? For what? Uh, Endgame. It, it wasn't nope. much. It was. It was mostly just everyone just sitting around talking about how they've got to go after Thanos, and then it contextualizes that shot from the last trailer of Thor calling the hammer and saying he likes uh, Captain Marvel. So it. Uh, it he likes they, her. Uh, oh no! He's just like we know. He like he she tries to intimidate her and she doesn't back down. So he's like, oh, I like her. You. Yeah. Uh, so so uh, I think they're they're being very clever with what they're, they're showing. They're being very frugal with what they're showing and the stuff that they're show. Their stuff they're showing is effective. Uh, and yeah, no, it's good marketing coming. I guess I'm being redundant. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. So we'll, we'll we'll probably get crazy with with Avengers in, in due time. But th- this week there's there's movies coming out too. There's there's quite a handful. So why don't, yeah. why don't we? We get to that. And I'm the only person in the world excited for Hellboy. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm excited for this. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Dino was saying before we went live, yeah. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm, prob- yeah. so, I'm probably more excited for this than the whole Shazam, Pet Cemetery, Us, all that. So. We're, we're probably going to get more from Peter on this because I know he's a big Guillermo guy. Oh, yeah. um, that, that, to me, was, was the big selling point for the original Hellboy. So without Guillermo, my thing is, why should I care? Like, <laughs> it wasn't really a character that I was I was that into, but the way 
Guillermo makes films. Oh, just... yeah. I mean, w definitely. Del Toro There's... is... I love everything in the stylized way he makes films. And he's not mm -hmm. going to be here for this one, but hopefully they pick up where he left off. And, I mean, it looks kick-ass from what I see. Different, different tone. It's a different type of yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, different. very different, yeah. Uh, whether that's better or for worse, we'll see. Like, maybe the comedy's too much and it sucks. Mm -hmm. Like, it, there's almost too much comedy in the trailer sometimes. But, I, 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 I don't know. I, I love Del Toro. I respect the freaking hell out of him. I saved myself. Um, but he's inconsistent. He's I, For me, he's very, very inconsistent. Like, Pan's Labyrinth, Shape of Water are two of my favorite movies of all time. But uh, Crimson Peak, Pacific Rim, both Hellboys, the horror movies he's produced, some of them are just really bad. <laughs> and yeah. Hellboy, like, as, as good as some parts of it are, other parts are just terrible. Like, both yeah. Hellboy movies... Right. Like, the third act completely rendered the entire movie pointless. Like, the writing and the storytelling is so bad in both of those movies, neither movie actually needed to happen within the logic of their own universe. I, so, so like, a, a, little, yeah. a little look into my shallow ass. When uh, Shape of Water trailers came out, I was like, wait a minute, that's, that's that thing from Hellboy. Oh, yeah, me too. I had the same thought. Yeah, I, th I thought it was going to be like the same makeup and everything. Yeah. So, but, uh, was it the same actor? It, it was. What's his name again, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. uh, what's, I'm forgetting his name right now. He's doing know, all that. Do you know uh, Set It Straight? And, and who are both of they modeled after? A creature from the Black Lagoon. Okay. Oh. Mm -hmm. People had problems with the whole storyline there and Shape of Water. but Oh, who cares? I loved it. Fish so good. That was <laughs> Doug Jones. Thank you, Peter. Hey! Yeah, Doug Jones. That was my uh, favorite film of the year. I'm glad it was water. praised. Yeah, I'm glad it was you praised. You know, Dino, for somebody who's not really an Oscar kid, mm -hmm. uh, Shape of Water last year and, and Green, Book. Green Book last year? Are they th this this following year? you? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, Dino. What, what don't you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're you know. <laughs> I like what I like, man. Uh, I will say that I was really happy when she, like, Del, Toro, Del Toro won for Shape of Water because even if he's inconsistent, when he's good, he's so good. Yeah, uh, I don't mind watching his stuff. Even if I'm it, not into it, yeah. I don't mind watching it. I, I, I will never watch Crimson Peak again. But I was like, ah, oh, cool, I watched that. That's fine. Yeah. So so th this is not Del Toro. Th th like that, that was, that <laughs> no, was kind no, of no. my point. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't, see, I, I can't tell you who the director is, which yeah, it, it, it could be Scorsese, and, and I don't know. That That's kind of the thing with me. Like, I, I saw the trailer and i i wasn't really into help like the reason i watched the original was because del toro was uh, i mean i think it was what on the heels of pan's Labyrinth. it was right? very close to it it was very it yeah, was not long around after. the same time yeah. maybe maybe i if 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 pan's labyrinth came out after hellboy i certainly watched hellboy because of pan's labyrinth mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh neil marshall's directing oh well, yeah neil marshall of, yeah yeah that's, that's interesting neil marshall that. So oh, that's what I whatever. thought. Really, that's a fascinating on, choice, actually. Uh, the Descent, Doomsday, Dog Day. Okay, okay, okay. That's interesting. So, so guys, what? what, what yes. What, so you you're, you're just uh, Hellboy fans. It, it doesn't matter. Well, yeah. Well, it seems like Lindsay didn't really care for the first two that Del Toro they were, did. They were just a mixed bag. The parts that were good were good, but yeah. like I just. Didn't care about the story or the characters outside of Hellboy. I, I can get you. I, you know, there's some films where I can, like, go back on what I always say about films, you know. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. that didn't make sense. This didn't make sense. I just enjoyed it for the flat-out entertainment of those movies. I mean, freaking badass Hellboy walking around. I mean, 
Jesus. I mean, I, I love that, you know. So some movies mm-hmm. I can overlook the stupid little mistakes and stuff, mm-hmm. but, you know, majority of the films uh, I, I kind of, you know, give them a hard time. Other movies coming out this weekend. If if you enjoyed, if you enjoyed Big but thought, you know what, I'd rather this be a black girl, <laughs> man, are you in luck because I've got a <laughs> film called Little for You. And and yeah. if if you like big, if you like thirteen going on thirty, vice versa. Uh, what else am I missing? Uh, Freaky Friday, maybe. Freaky Friday. It is. Yeah. It is that movie. Yeah. I was going to say, don't you pretty much also have to be like a twelve-year-old to sixteen, seventeen-year-old girl to really mm-hmm. dig this movie and get into it? I don't. I don't, I don't like, know. Well, I mean, it seems like they make this movie for every generation. So you'll like right. it, CP, right? Uh listen. <laughs> uh, wait, I, yeah, no, I, I can get myself in trouble. I, I can't, okay, okay. I can't say anything about the the actors in this movie. Backup, reverse, rewind. I, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what in the trailer that I actually uh, shows you that that they're a little bit more conscious of things. Big, the story in Big, it's a thirteen year old boy who's dating a what thirty plus year old woman. Yeah, and oh. and and that's not considered. Um, well, how what, long ago um, was that? You know, I mean, well, times well, have changed and people think different now. Well, technically, they're they're he looks like an he's an adult in the film, right. but in little in this in this in little, she is a grown up in a child's body, and the and child is very provocative. Yeah, I she's hitting on going. her teacher, and it and she's like, "Oh, do you feel what I feel?" And the teacher's like, "No, stop thinking that." Yeah, and it's like, "Oh, see that you you, you kind of you tipped your cap to." to you know, how weird that would be and right yeah. one and and it's in the trailer see yeah at it, least they addressed it fun... yeah because it it's very serious a... i mean you know whoa guys okay oh, so... what what Lindsay? Lindsay's got sorry a, uh, holy white shit. tim just dropped in the chat the 14 year old girl who plays the teenager pitched little and according to quick googling that is accurate really uh, it should yeah. walk into a <laughs> a uh, uh, a studio well, and say, "Boy, have I got an idea for you?" Well, You're right. The, 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 Sit the down, Mr. Hanks. I'm going to tell you the story. <laughs> well, yeah, according to the Wikipedia page, uh, uh, and I, I find this other places too, but this is just a quick synopsis of it. Uh, I'm, I'm Marsai Martin, who stars in the show Blackish, created by Kenya Barris, came to Kenya Barris with the idea of the film in 2014 when she was 10, having been inspired by the film Big. Martin acts like an executive producer on Little and at the age of 14 is the youngest person to ever hold the title of a major Hollywood production. Well, you know what? That's interesting. I can, there, yeah. There's no originality. Let, let, let's go oh, down. No. Yeah, I mean, is it what? the best pitch in the world? Should she be praised? I'm not sure about that. Oh, well, why so... are so many movies being pitched by kids these days? You got Monster Trucks. That was, came up by a four-year-old. You got Wonder Park. That was, I ain't even came up by a six-year-old. It. And now you got Stupid. this. That's came up with a ten-year-old. They are lost. They don't know what they're doing. They're mm-hmm. like, well, Seriously. hit the well, nail on I, the head, CP. I don't know. I don't know what what to do. Let, let's have a kid pitch the kids <laughs> movie because they don't trust. They're they're depending too much on on. Hey what, Sam, what they, this ten year old had a great idea last week. Yeah, test audiences <laughs> have way too much power. Like studios, <laughs> they're just they're just drunk with idiocy. <laughs> so, I, I mean, you know what? It great, great that. I mean, it's it's. There's nothing harmful about this movie. It's 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 yeah. it's thirteen going on thirty. It's big. Mm-hmm. It's it's Freaky Friday. It's that for for young black girls. Great. 
Great. Now, now you have your version of this movie. There's, there's nothing. I mean, have you seen it before? Sure. But have you seen it like this? No. So, cool. I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, the, the rounding out the, the big three. <laughs> Save the, the best for last. Uh, oh, yeah. Was it called? Missing uh, Link. Missing Link, which, <laughs> which when I was in Denmark in January, I, I think they, they, they had it early or they were getting it early or oh, it was a bigger deal over there. I know that much. Really? And I'm like, what is this? And then sure enough, we, we started getting trailers and stuff for it. I'm like, oh, this is that thing in Denmark. <laughs> Which uh, animation? It's Leica, so yeah. What's that? I don't know. I mean, it's just like it's Leica, so like it's always a weird concept that doesn't sound interesting, but then it always ends up pretty good. What's Leica? I don't know what you're. Oh, oh, uh, it's it's the company that made it. There are other movies include like Paranorman, uh, oh. um, uh, Box Trolls, Coraline, uh, Kubo oh. and the Two Strings. No way! Okay. I love yeah, every one of those movies. Yeah, yeah. Emily huh. loves Coraline. Oh, Caroline uh, is one of my best. I love that movie. Yeah, mm. so a little bit of an out there animated movie. Mm-hmm. Might be pretty good then. You, you got, you got, you know, you have a, a full flesh of, of opportunities. Flesh? Oh. Yeah, fleshed out uh, choices this weekend. I mean, I, I think all the bases are covered if, if you want to see something new this weekend. Uh, well, to be here clear, CP, you skipped after. On purpose. Shoot, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now go ahead. Tell us about... It, it is on 2000 screen. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a great poster. I want to get it framed and everything. And I'm a wall no, soon. Let's find yeah. out about this movie so together. For the listeners I also know nothing about and, it. And the viewers, actually, because no, we have no frame of reference of the, <laughs> the poster. Do you know what, what is the poster? Oh, some hot chick k- kissing a young boy. You know, it's... Oh. All right. Well, yeah. theme of the theme of the evening, apparently. Yeah. The, the synopsis of the movie is Tessa Young is a dedicated student, dutiful daughter, and loyal girlfriend to her high school sweetheart. Mm-hmm. And during her first semester of college, Tessa's guarded world opens up after she meets Hardin Scott. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? No. A mysterious and brooding rebel who makes her question all she thought she knew about herself and what she wants out of life. Please tell me it's R. Uh, PG thirteen. Oh, oh no! I know. Why even make the movie? Harden Scott. Mm. And who's in it? Hero finds uh, Tiffin. Is, is that any relations to the other finds in, in the film? Joseph or Ray? Uh, maybe. Uh, Lindsay, did you see? What did did we talk about? All right, so so you have a bit of. Mm-hmm. Interesting news regarding what came in fifth two weeks ago, which was um, unplanned. Oh, yes. Um, uh, did some homework on, on these, well, I would call them American propaganda movies, whether it be uh, Religious or uh, uh, D- D- D'Souza or Michael Moore. They're all kind of propaganda. For yeah, one, this part of the one... show is called Lindsay's Deep Dives. <laughs> Well, I'll, I'll keep it pretty pretty quick here because uh, I was just I was looking at unplanned. It came in uh, where did it come in? It came in eighth this place this week, falling from fourth place. And what I thought was interesting was uh, even though it fell forty eight point six percent at the box office, which honestly isn't too bad, uh, it did increase almost five hundred theaters. It was as it made that drop. So I'm just like, so how how well is this movie actually doing compared to other movies? How do these movies really do on like the global market and stuff? Mm-hmm. And the answer is, uh, like, 
all these pure flicks movies, all these Kendrick brothers, if you go the little slightly deeper cut with the Christian movies, mm-hmm. the Dinesh D'Souza movies, they don't get released anywhere else. Like, yes. God's Not Dead 1 got a, a limited worldwide release, but 2 and 3 did not. Right. And hmm. uh, so, like very few of these, like like you said, propaganda movies, and there are propaganda. Hmm. Whether or not they're it's, done by the state or not, it's still propaganda. It's it's message first. It's not entertainment. Yes. It's right. it's here our here's our message. Watch this, and yes. you know what? It's uh, if, if 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 France takes the movie, then you know you should treat it as art. Otherwise. Yeah. Right. Because France oh. thinks Solo is a masterpiece. <laughs> well, now I'm wondering, like, are there like French propaganda movies that we don't get to see because they only get released in France? Like, no, you know, I'm sure every every neutral view of World War II documentary I've ever seen, or mm-hmm. this this series that I own, it's a it's a six episode set. Uh, it's called Apocalypse: The Second World War. Mm. France went out and got all the footage from Japanese army, American army, German army. And they just it's it's just a telling of World War Two from all the battles and 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 every side of the war. It's yeah. it's wow. it's so incredibly I don't want to say neutral. It's just uh, just imagine as it shows you a different side. Yeah, like y- you know, in Germany, it's 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 very serious. The, you know, the the mm-hmm. message is one thing. We're doing all right, and and in Russia, it's 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 something else. In America, it's just oh, we'll, we'll wait. Hang on a little bit. We'll be there in a little bit. It's just really interesting. It's really interesting to see something like World War Two because I mean, you think of American cinema. Mm-hmm. It's it's always America saves the day. That that's that's all mm-hmm. movies are about World War Two, um, unless you're talking about Saving Private Ryan, which of course is man, war sucks, but we still kick yeah. ass. <laughs> Do we though? Do we actually kick ass? Mm. <laughs> are we great? Well, just, I just love how Tom Hanks' last line in that movie is, earn this. It's like, oh, how do you ever earn that? Like, yeah. how do you, like, yeah. Ah! Yeah. Anyway. yeah, so, so like, you know, this documentary series is is so, at least for me, I, I never got a, a propaganda message. I never, I never felt like it was pro anything. It was just mm. war. <laughs> Here's That's war from, from different angles, yeah. So you're saying, you're saying, Present day, that's what America puts out there is a lot of propaganda and agenda Gino. films. <laughs> and the rest of the world really. Gino, does your TV anymore. work at home? Because hey, no, I'm on board. That's why I'm saying this. No, you know? no, I don't think I don't think we're saying that. Um, the rest America of the world is, the, is the only country that does propaganda. Mm. Uh, nobody else is buying ours. Is right, right. Yeah. Is, the, is the interesting lesson here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. It's it's an it's 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 made for an Amer it's made by Americans for Americans and no one else. Yeah. Speaking of America, they started pre production on Coming to America too. Oh, oh. quite a sequel, not a remake. That <laughs> better be R rated. Um, I hope yeah, so. I'm not sure if it is, but yeah, you would think it would be. Yeah, yeah. I don't I know how that would work you know if it's PG-13. Tell me the last time you had a great Eddie Murphy comedy that felt right. like Eddie Murphy. Right, right. And, and that's why this jumped out mansion. to me. Um, maybe coming from there. No, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. early night. Wait, come on, Shrek 2. But that's PG. Ah, so so uh, a quote that was from a couple of days ago, Linda, ha- Linda Hamilton, yeah. who's reprising her role as as a uh, a, a struggling mother 
in, in Judgment she, Day. She's still struggling, but anyways. Yeah. You know, she's 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 struggling to fight Judgment Day. Mm. Uh, so anyway, Linda Hamilton uh, returning. Her career. Oh, hey. So so Linda Hamilton returning to Terminator uh, was quoted as saying, "The last three, the last uh, three, last three are forgettable." Terminator yeah. film. Shots fired. Mm. Also known as no pressure, sweetheart. Yeesh, yeah. yeah, she better I, hold up her part of the deal there. Yeah, because Jay, yeah. I, last I checked, James Cameron is directing this one. Of course. Uh, no, no, it's Tim Miller, the the Deadpool guy, who's doing it. Yeah, oh. that's, that's not. Yeah. That's the you know. I'm I'm interested. Um, it's, it's still not James Cameron, but you know. Not true. And it, it, you know, like I'll give her this. She's not wrong. Well, I was going to say, is, 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 wrong, is that's not her place to say it, I, I think. Exactly. Right, right, yeah. I, I was going to say, do you disagree with that? I mean, really, but what's true? I mean, now, I, you know, I don't forget the last one. It's 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 completely messy. Speaking of Jason Clark. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, I remember it. I remember it being an absolute disaster. The best part of it was J.K. Simmons. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's like one, maybe one and a half scenes. Like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's it's interesting when an actor returns to a franchise like this. Like the most direct comparison, and I'm definitely not the first person on the make this comparison by any means, shape, or form. Is this is going to be like the Terminator version of Halloween 2018? And literally, literally, as I said that, White Tim in the chat just said, like, just like how Jamie Lee Curtis dissing on past Halloween. Oh my god, White Tim, that timing was hilarious, my friend. Well, I can't help but think. I remember when when James Cameron the week before. Terminator, uh, the, the most recent one, Genesis. Went, the week before that came out, I remember him saying, "Guys, you're." I, I don't. I don't remember what the quote is, but he gave his stamp of approval, mm. and it was like really fishy. It was just like really strange. And then we never heard from that 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 statement again because the movie actually came out, and people were like, "Yeah, why don't you go back to making Avatar 7? You think he was given a check to give a stamp of approval? Oh, well, he's an executive producer. He right. he makes he makes bank when right. when it makes bank. So maybe they would only give him four Avatar sequels if he didn't <laughs> give the movie his blessing. It's so like okay, fine, we'll give you the fifth one, but you have to say Terminator Genesis is good. Yeah, yeah. But what so, if I, I mean, die before the fourth one comes out? That's actor, why they're shooting them all at once. <laughs> actor from franchise says movies that don't feature said actor are forgettable. Right. In other news, dark. water wet. <laughs> water wet, yeah. I, I'm always on the verge of wanting to use that clip from Batman v Superman because it's like the one line that deserves a lot of credit. <laughs> Gotham, crime wave, water wet. <laughs> water wet. Uh, do I have another piece last, of news? Last bit of news, you got Idris Elba not dead shot. Yeah. Yeah. So Suicide Squad 2, um, Idris Elba is electric boogaloo. So apparently Deadshot, uh, Idris Elba is not Deadshot, but he he's Damn still it. a movie. Yeah. Well, oh. What fascinates me about this is, so he was, it was announced that he was Deadshot. So either he was supposed to play Deadshot and then like, you know what, now we're doing something completely different with the movie. Or, I mean, I guess someone just jumped on the story too early, but like, it fascinates me the idea that they're like, you know, yeah, I have played Deadshot. You know what, no, no, no. No, we're right. going to play this other guy. So they're just like, they just have Forget Idris it. Elba on retainer, and they're just going to insert him to whatever movie they make. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. interesting. Yeah. Shooting their mouths off before they're, uh, they should. Yeah. All right. 
Or maybe maybe Warner Brothers is hoping that after Aladdin flops, they'll get Will Smith back. Oh, then they can have both. Oh, I, I think CP's frozen, I just realized. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there he is. Oh, no, no, now he's back, okay. They'll, uh, they'll get Will hi. Smith back if uh, Aladdin... So, uh, yeah, the, yeah, that's funny. I don't know if you've said it, but the thing that I think is interesting is they're not they're not saying who he is. Yeah, that's, mm. that, that is true. And, you know, why, why make a big deal of saying that he's not Deadshot? But not saying who he is. He's deadly shot. <laughs> They're waiting for Mark Hamill once he's done with the voice of Chucky. Maybe. I guess. Oh wait. Oh, been... we haven't oh, talked okay. about the Joker trailer yet, have we? Uh, if you want to talk. No. Uh, Lindsay, why don't you why don't you stick around for at least a little bit for for the sure. after show? Sure. We'll 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 wrap this up for for this. Um, guys, we're just gonna take a quick break. We're gonna we're gonna tag Peter in. Um, we're gonna start cursing. And uh, I'm pretty sure everybody's going to jerk each other off about Hellboy. Jeez. And uh, we'll talk about the Joker trailer. And, and Peter will, will give his... I don't know if Peter... I know Peter saw Shazam. He'll tell us the behind-the-scenes uh, <laughs> making of. But um, that, that's it. That's it for, for this week of show business. We'll see. We'll, on YouTube, we'll see you in a couple minutes. Bye. Bye. We're in the money. Oh, I'm on the honey.